3: you pray I pray and what you pray I pray where you go I go you say I say and what you pray I pray and what you pray I pray where you go I go you say I say God and what you pray I Pray
4: Radio. Um, I'm your co-host Sean along with Chris and um, Paul Pintar is with us tonight uh, Here for another two hours of um, uh, pretty much worshiping in the name of Jesus um, Which is what we love to do the most um, Teaching, um, we'll have a lot of prayer, a lot of intercession If you need prayer for anything, um, please give us a call Our calling number tonight, 619-638-8458 um we have a chat room open at blogtalkradio.com forward slash prayer international. You can also visit us on our website, which is prayerinternational.org, and we have a video chat room open there if you need prayer for something. Um besides that, um, you know the Lord God's awesome. Um and um so let's start off with the prayer, Holy Spirit. We give you complete and total control over this broadcast, Lord. Father, we ask that tonight that you would reach out to the millions of people who are listening across the world, Father. That the name of your son, Jesus Christ, would be magnified and exalted tonight, Father. Lord, that miracles, signs and wonders would be formed tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, that you would take those that are lost, Father, those <coughs> who don't know you, and that you would draw them into your presence tonight, Lord. Father, for anybody who's hurting or or sick, Father, anybody who's in need of help, Lord, or whatever the people who are out there need tonight, Lord. Father, we ask that you would meet them at the point of their need, Father. Increase their faith in believing, Father, and draw them closer to your presence, Father. Give everybody who's listening, Father, a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Father. Let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened, Father, that they would know what is the hope of their calling, Lord. So once again, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. We're going to go into a little bit of time of worship right now. And um, once again, um, call us if you need some prayer.
1: Praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Chris Herzog, and tonight we've actually got John Holmberg and our brother Paul uh, with us tonight as well, and a few others that will be on the platform. Just want to let you know if you need to call in, the call-in number is 619-638-8458. We also have the chat room open if you want to get in there and leave your prayer requests or just have some online uh, fellowship, uh, some prayer that way. And as usual, you can always check out the website. We're at www.prayerinternational.org. And the email address is prayerinternationalgmail.com. We take prayer requests, comments, testimonies, anything you want to send in. Send in your data, and we're kind of uh, piling it together in a database so we can stay in touch with people and continue to pray for them. Well, we want to open up the show. Um, I know we've got Sean in the room as well, and I believe we've got uh, Brother Paul, and we're going to have a few others um, on. And it sounds like we've got uh, Sarah from Jacksonville into. um, Sean, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. She's, She's just, just listening listen. right now. Okay. Um, all right, well let's do this. Let's open up in a word of prayer and then I'm gonna just kind of turn it over to you guys. I know we've got uh another brother coming onto the platform too, so we'll just see what happens from there. Um, Father, right now, Lord, we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. We just thank you for this time to worship you and to give you praise. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening, Father. We ask, Lord, that you touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit tonight. Lord, open up their ears to hear your voice. Father, open up their eyes to see from a heavenly perspective. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're growing the family of God in our lives, Lord. You're, you're using this platform, Father, to reach those around the globe. And, Father, tonight we just want to lift up Israel as we do every night. On the broadcast, Father, you told us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in Psalm 122. So we pray for the peace of Jerusalem right now, Father. We pray that you would make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. We pray for peace over Israel, protection, and your angels around your people in Israel. Father, we pray for your peace and your prosperity over your people in Israel and in Jerusalem right now, Father. And Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you are revealing Christ Jesus as the Messiah, to to the people in Israel and to the Jewish believers all over the world. And, Lord, we just give you praise. And, Father, we just ask, Lord God, your blessing upon the United States tonight. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our country. We thank you that you're bringing revival and bringing an awakening to the hearts of your people here. Father, we just ask that you move mightily In Jesus' name. Well, Paul, why don't you uh, kick us off for a minute And share a little bit about this uh, uh, Share a little bit about what we got going on in Macedonia
0: Well, hallelujah Um, As you know We will be praying To establish a footprint in every country across the globe, in um, over 195 sovereign and 13 non sovereign nations. Um, because of Christopher and Sean, um, I've been able to expand my personal financial platform over the globe and have now reached, uh, I have very good friends and contacts in many nations. We was praying for Albania, which is one of the surrounding um borders, which is consumed of uh, Macedonia. Um we have a gentleman out of Macedonia in the business process outsourcing business that I met um in the financial industry. His name is Panev. Panev's is an awesome man of God, married, a couple of boys and He's going to be coming on the air with us, I believe, tonight live just to give everybody more faith that God is performing over his word. As you hear us say that God is not a man that he's going to lie, God is going to perform. His word says so. Um, Each one of us have had prophetic words spoken over our lives. God's word is not going to return void. Um, It will prosper in the things that he says that it will do. So, um, for those of you, it's going to be nice. Uh, it, it seems like most everyone on the air tonight and on the chat room is from the United States. So, we're going to hear some brotherly love, I pray tonight, from our brother Penev, just to show everybody what the awesome, supernatural love of God is doing. Hallelujah.
5: Hallelujah. So,
0: Christopher, you and Sean, y'all can have it from here.
4: Okay, well, um, once again, our calling number, uh, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, um, give us a call. Um, you there, Chris? Yeah, I'm here.
1: Okay. you
4: hear me? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. interesting thing happened. So, while we're here, um, and we're waiting on Paul, an interesting thing happened today and I will have to tell you in just a minute because someone just called in. So I'm going to go check the screening room, Chris, and I will be right back.
1: Okay, sounds good. Well, listen, we, uh, again, want to just let you know we've got some different people calling in tonight. So Sean's going to be in and out of the screening room, kind of checking with our callers, waiting for another brother from Macedonia to call in so we can patch him in uh, to pray with us tonight. You know, like Paul said, we're trying to get some presents. In every country, every nation. In fact, this weekend we got some major breakthroughs. Uh, met with some uh, brothers that are out of Tel Aviv, Israel, and we're going to be uh, in the next few weeks probably partnering with some of them, and uh, we'll have some presence in Israel and uh, here in America among some of the Messianic believers that want to get involved in praying for the nations and just. Uh, Joining the watcher prayer, so we're really excited about that and you know if, if you want to join us uh, Praying if there's things you want to do to help volunteer contribute to this ministry, you know feel free to email us and let us know Where you feel like your strengths and your giftings are and, and your abilities and we are you know Just try to connect and work with people so we can just continue to grow and You know just provide Uh, An online community for believers, you know, 24-7 eventually is what our goal is. And so whether that's on Blog Talk Radio or different media streams, we're actually using other media streams as well uh, to try to continue to do what we're doing here on Blog Talk. And so you may check out some of that on the website as we post that information to you. So, well, praise the Lord. Well, Brother Paul, what's going on with your friend from Macedonia? Do you have any idea if he's going to be calling in to you, or are we supposed to call out to him, or what's going on there? All right. Well, listen, we're going to do this. Um, I feel like we're going to just go quickly and break for a song, short song, and just keep an atmosphere of worship. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. We're just back in. We wanted to spend a little time worshiping, praising the Lord. And I know a few of you have called in, and Sean's been kind of in the screening room praying with a few of you. And Brother Paul and I have just kind of been praying and hanging out, worshiping. I believe he is back in here, or will be, sooner or later. Let's see. All right, so we've got Brother Paul in, and uh, Sean's still in the screening room. But I uh, just want to let you know, it looks like we've got a handful of you that are under some different attack. If I'm reading this, uh, the chat room right, um looks like a few people are just uh, going through some stuff today. So we want to cover that in prayer. Um, you know, it looks like uh, JC Forever and pet pep radio. It looks like just a few of you have had a pretty tough day. So we want to lift that up. Uh we know Keona's in there too. We're gonna to lift you up too, Keona and uh JC forever. Everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh Sirius is back. So praise God, You got quite a handful. Listen, this is the deal. We need to stand in the gap. We need to begin to lift each other up and pray for each other. The Bible says this that when two or more are gathered in his name and and lift his name up, he's there in the midst. And no weapon formed or fashioned against you today can prosper. Because, see, the the Holy Spirit, if you're a believer, and I'm assuming that everybody in the chat room, and we've asked different people various times if they're believers or not, so I'm assuming everybody in the chat room is a believer in Christ. If you're not, that would probably be the first step uh, to getting some breakthrough would be to give your heart to the Lord. But if you're a believer in Christ, This is the deal. No weapon, formed or fashioned against you can prosper or stand. And greater is the Holy Spirit in you than he that's in the world. So if you're under attack today, listen. Dig your heels in and get ready to fight. Because, see, every day we're going to go through things. The enemy is not going to slow down. He's not going to stop fighting against uh, the people of God. That's why in the book of Timothy, we're we're told to wage a good warfare or fight a good fight. Endure hardness as a soldier, a good soldier. We're constantly talked to throughout the New Testament in military terms. Why is that? Well, it's because we're in an army of the Lord, and we have an enemy named Satan. And the Bible tells us not to be ignorant of his devices, not to be ignorant of his schemes, And to always be ready and always be looking up ahead so that we're prepared. Proverbs says a wise man perceives the evil up ahead and he prepares himself. That's why we're told to be watchmen on the wall. Uh, What a watchman does is a watchman goes up into what they call a watchtower so he can see across the expanse of a, a country or a land or a city or a province, whatever the case is. Normally, these watchtowers were up in, in castles or along uh, fortified city walls. And when these men would climb up in these watchtowers, they could see ahead for miles. And they would know if armies were coming. They'd know if, if an enemy was coming. They'd know what was going on, or even if just a messenger was coming. Whatever was coming, they could look down the road and see and prepare and be ready. And if we're not being the watchman on the wall... If we're not going to the place of prayer, the Bible says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And if we'll begin to get caught up with the Lord in the presence of God, get caught up with the Lord in in the word of God, and we'll allow the atmosphere of heaven to surround us, and we'll allow the peace of God to uphold us. See, if we're walking in the will of God, and we're obeying God on a day-to-day basis, then we can have a clean conscience. And we can walk in peace. Unless we're walking in a a direction contrary to what the Lord would say, typically, as a Christian, you're going to have peace. And so the Lord leads us. The Lord leads us in peace. He says, you'll go out with joy and be led forth in peace. How is that? Well, see, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. What that tells me is we need to spend time dwelling and abiding, living in, meditating on the presence and the atmosphere of God, the word and the promises of God. And as we begin to apply these things to our lives, the minute the enemy comes in, the Bible says, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. It says, greater is he who is in you that that's the Holy Spirit. If you're a believer, greater is the Holy Spirit within you than he, the enemy, the the devil that's in the world. That I means you have more authority than he does. You have more authority than the enemy does. If you're a child of the Most High God. See, part of the problem I think is where where. So caught up in looking at our condition and our flesh and the issues that we struggle with and the things that we go through that we don't remind ourselves and we don't begin to look at our, uh, our position. See, the Bible says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. That's why we're told to set our minds on things above. That's why we're told to, to stay there and to cast down all the vain imaginations that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And if you'll allow yourself to be seated with Christ and you'll get into the atmosphere of heaven, you'll get into the presence of God, you'll allow the words of Christ and the words of that Bible or the scripture that you read to fill your life. Then you'll notice all of a sudden the anxiety and the fears will start to subside and diminish. And all of a sudden the circumstances and the situations that you're facing will begin to turn as you commit those things to the Lord. And today, if you're being bombarded with heaviness and depression, if you're being bombarded with the shame and the struggles of your past, maybe the enemy is throwing your present situation at you and he's using your circumstance to to come at you and trying to come against the promises of God. You know, maybe you're believing for a financial breakthrough. Maybe you're believing for a breakthrough in your marriage or in your relationship. Maybe you're believing for a breakthrough with your children, or maybe you're a a leader or a pastor in a church, and you're expecting an amazing thing to happen in your congregation or in that group that you're working with. Listen, if you'll commit yourself to the Lord, if you'll begin to make a commitment every day to to begin to worship God, to begin to allow the atmosphere of heaven to fill your house, to fill your room, to fill your office, to fill your car, wherever you're at, wherever your secret is, wherever your place of prayer is. If you don't have one, find one, create one. And if it has to be your car or or even a bathroom, if it has to be, that's the only place you can get away from everybody and all the other voices, Find a place where you can get alone and get still before the Lord and and get supercharged with Holy Ghost music. And the reason I say this is, is study the Bible. When King Saul was tormented by evil spirits, he would call for David to come in and play on the harp. And as David would play worship music and begin to worship the Lord, the evil spirits that were tormenting him would leave. And in the same way, the Bible says, if you have a spirit of heaviness, you can put on the garment of praise to break and come against the spirit of heaviness. And when the enemy comes in with depression and oppression and heaviness, he begins to remind you of your past. He begins to lord over you and try to put condemnation and shame and pain on you. Those are the times when all of us, myself included, need to begin to worship God, need to begin to find a place where we can seek the living God. And if we have to do it by ourselves and by ourselves, if we've got a prayer partner or a spouse or a a handful of people in a church or even a group like what we're doing here online where we can come together and pray for each other, come together and get under an atmosphere of worship and prayer. Okay, and what's going to happen is that heaviness is going to start to lift. You know, when you tune in and you hear the worship songs, that's not just time for us to take a break and hem and haw and, and the screening room and do our thing. What that is is that's helping create an atmosphere. That's helping create a place where you can get in tune and encounter God. See, God wants to be encountered. God wants to be experienced. He doesn't want to just be a Sunday school lesson or some Bible story. He's a living God. He's not just a book. We've reduced God to a Bible study in most of our churches. We've reduced God to some formula of religion that denies the living Christ and the spirit of God and the power of God. And I'm here to tell you Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you're a child of God, the promises of God for you are peace. If you're a child of God, the promises of God are no more fear, no more anxiety, perfect love, cast out all fear. God says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but I've given you power, I've given you love, and I've given you a sound mind. And so wherever you're at tonight, believer, child of God, if you're tuned in listening to this radio broadcast, Everybody in this chat room that's connected with us tonight, everybody that's listening by phone or by internet, I'm going to pray a prayer over you, and then we're going to go into about five or ten minutes of worship and just allow the Spirit of God to work you over, all right? So this is the deal. We're going to pray, and then I'm going to turn it over, Uh, we're going to do some worship, and we're going to have some... People praying in the screening room for a few people that we've got called in, and then we're gonna just go with it from there. So, right, now, we'll cover everybody that's having a horrible day, they got spiritual attack. I believe we've got a, a sister named Christian, uh, our sister Sarah, we've got uh, a few different people in the chat room. I'm just reading some notes that they're typing in here. We got Sirius on the line, JC Forever, Kiona. And we've got our sister from Pet Prep Radio that came on last night. God bless you. We're glad you're back. So listen, God is your Jehovah Shalom. God is your Jehovah Shalom. He's your peace. And he wants to be experienced. So we're going to pray right now, and then I'm going to put it into some worship, and then we're just going to see where it goes. We're going to do about a five-minute worship song after I pray. And then we're going to turn it over to, to Sean and Paul and, and whatever they feel led to do. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, Lord, we just ask, Lord, your blessing, Father, upon the people listening tonight, Lord. And, Father, God, I just ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father, for your peace as I join together with my brothers, Lord, and with with my wife tonight and with our prayer team tonight, Lord. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would overshadow the people tonight. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right where they're at. Holy Spirit, go forth and change the atmosphere where they're at. Right now, I speak to every tormenting spirit. I speak to every lying devil. I speak to every accuser and false voice and everything that is robbing them of their peace. And I tell you to go in Jesus' name. And I declare to you, you're a child of the Most High God. And God is declaring peace over you, and God is declaring it is finished because you are an overcomer, and you are more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb. And the blood of Jesus is speaking for you tonight. And I'm declaring freedom over you and peace over you that the presence of God would surround you right now where you're at. That the Spirit of God would overshadow you right now wherever you're at. And you'd feel him walking into the room right now. Wherever you're at, we're going to go into a worship song, and I want you to engage into this song. I want you to learn to worship God, and if you know how, I want you to do it, but just engage tonight and allow the Holy Spirit to just touch you. Just allow him to touch you tonight. In Jesus' name.
3: healing rain is falling down healing rain is falling down healing rain
4: Radio, our calling number six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. And so, um, um, Chris is praying, and um, we were talking, um, pretty much about having horrible days. And so, trust me, I um understand um those days that you wake up and you just don't really feel anything. You don't feel the Lord around. You don't feel anything going on. You know you're a Christian, but you don't feel anything. The whole world's coming against you, um, everything that could possibly go wrong from start to finish has gone wrong, and you're at your wit's end, um, you know, the Bible says that those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength, they will mount up with wings like eagles, they will run and not be weary, they'll walk and not faint, um, and since we have so many people listening, um, online right now, and, um, through the website, we have, um, Christian on the line and, um, she was with us, um, earlier this week and she's had pretty much one of those days where literally it seems like one nightmare after the other. Um, and pretty much everything that could happen in one day, um, pretty much happened. And, you know, sometimes in our life, um, one of my mentors told me once that your days in general are filled with the ordinary, things as far as like the supernatural things, the extraordinary, um exciting things that happen in life, um, happen very rarely. Um we have chances to pray for people um nightly through this broadcast, um and we see miracles and we see people get healed um all the time through the grace of the Lord, um, through the name of Jesus. But you know from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed, I mean, life's pretty routine and ordinary. Um, you have kids to take care of, you have your job to deal with. I mean, trust me today I got to work and within like 10 minutes I wanted to quit my job just because it was a nightmare. And, you know, I struggled the whole way, the whole day with it. Um, try with the enemy trying to steal my joy. And it wasn't until, um, I got on the train to, um, Come home, and um I was sitting there on the back of the train, and I had my um my um headphones inside of my radio um listening to music and I sort of started to space out. I still wanted to be angry about the day and all the people I was mad about mad at, and all the like injustices that it seemed that happened throughout the day, and at one point. I was sitting at the back of the train, um, listening to worship music, and all of a sudden the Lord started speaking. And he started pointing out all the different people on the train who I was seeing. um, People sitting next to me, people standing up. And I just started praying for them. Didn't know any of them, but I just started praying. Um, And since there's so many people on the train, almost all the prayers sounded pretty much identical uh Lord bless them um draw them draw them into your heart, I mean, just whatever I could possibly think of um praying in the spirit I mean, and, and my mood started to change, but it wasn't because I was praying for people, it was just the communion with the Holy Spirit and with God in that time of prayer and the worship music and um you know, it's like Chris said, it was talking about King David um, and Saul, and Saul would get a distressing spirit, and so he would call in um, David, who was not yet king, and David would fight for him, and the spirit of the spirit of God would be there, and the presence of the Lord would be there, and it would calm the spirit of Saul. Well, you know, even in today's times, we go through, I mean, constant battles and struggles and things like that, and, you know, sometimes... Uh, Really have got to just get ourselves into the presence of the Lord, Um, just to wait on the Lord, even if for 20 minutes, just to turn your eyes away from what's going on in your life and turn your eyes back to the Father, Um, because it's the only time that you'll actually find peace, because the Bible says there's peace in the presence of the Lord. And, you know, sometimes we got to get an intercession against ourselves. And, you know, the Bible says, David said, say, um, Why art thou um, cast down, O my soul, hope in the Lord? And, you know, sometimes when everything's going wrong, we've got to actually force ourselves to readjust our attitudes and focus our attention on the Lord's and not what's going on. Because, you know, sometimes you see these big mountains and, Obstacles, and they're so big, and it seems like there's no way you're going to get to the other side And the problem is, if you keep, if you keep looking at the obstacle, you're not realizing who made the ob- who made Not the obstacle, but who made everything You know, the Bible says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof And he's in control of everything in it And there isn't a situation or a problem or a disaster or anything that he can't take care of and he can't control And so we're going to probably end up spending a lot more time in worship tonight Because um, it's the best place to be Um, But first uh, We'll see if Christian's there Are you with us Christian? Hello Hi Okay so um, So we're going to all pray for Christian Um, And um, this is going to sound sort of freaky and sort of weird And for all y'all listening But I want all y'all to stretch your hands out And um, just imagine that you're um, stretching your hands out toward Christian, even though you can't see her. Um, The Holy Spirit knows where she's at, and so we're going to pray a quick prayer over her, and we're going to go back into some worship music. Um, So, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Your Word declares that You sent the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to dwell in our hearts. Father, Lord. Wow, um, Father, I have absolutely no idea what to say, but except for your presence, says and your your word says and in in your presence there is fullness of joy. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we ask right now, Holy Spirit, that you would cover and fill Christian right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, as his Father. Lord, that you would remove every inner bitterness, Father, every um, spirit of the enemy who is trying to attack her in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Lift the spirit of depression, Father. Father, your word declares that um, you had given us the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaven as Father. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, the um, balm of Gilead, Father, we ask that you would pour out your anointing upon Christian worship that right now in our house, Lord. Father, that you would put her eyes towards you and on you, Father, um, and help her forget all the troubling, distressing things of the day and help her realize, Father, that she is a more, than, more than a conqueror. Through Christ Jesus Father That she is the head and not the tail She is above and not beneath Your Your word declares that she is seated In heavenly places with Christ Jesus And it it declares that She has been blessed with every spiritual blessing In the heavenly places in Christ Jesus Father So Lord change her outlook Change her perception Father Put her eyes on you right now in the name of Jesus And Holy Spirit fill her house right now Fill her with your presence right now In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth They that wait on the
3: Lord they shall renew their strength And they shall mount up with wings As eagles They that wait on the Lord they shall renew their strength And they shall mount up with his eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk. renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles and they that wait on the Lord they shall renew their strength and they shall mount up They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk away. i Good night. doing where are you going? You're gonna
5: give you of you we're fighting for- Hey, keep talking, Paul. Yeah. Okay, so we're going kind to of just off short.
4: We are uh, back live. Uh, we were actually um, in the screening room talking, and the Holy Spirit started talking, and so we're just going to let him keep talking. So, Paul, go for it. What were you saying?
0: Well, during the song. Uh, there's a very amazing man of God from the Antarctica named Joshua Mills. Um, you can look him up on YouTube. Joshua Mills um, and Gold Dust. Um, as I always hear Chris and as he explained it last night, push, pray until something happens. Pray until something happens. What does that mean? You see the people at Walmart on Good Friday, you know, before the store opens up for Christmas, you know, and somebody's got their shoulder just jammed in the person in front of them's back as they're just busting through the doors, you know, to go get the new next iPod or the next sale, you know. What does it take for us to do that, to press in, to push through the barriers that the enemy has in front of us, to be able to seek the face of God so that miracles start transforming until uh, things of the supernatural, of the Holy Spirit, begin to manifest in our life, you know, like gold dust, Um there's an awesome woman of God out of Dallas, Texas, Mona Palina, um, who God has just poured out his spirit on her and her husband's life because they pressed in to go see Joshua Mills. And yeah, that was Joshua Mills' song that we was worshiping to, um, me and my wife. Well, fortunate enough, after they pressed in and went to Houston to see Joshua Mills and Charles and Francis Hunter, which we all know, Joan Hunter, which were partners with our ministry um, We went down there, and the same results you know we pressed in, we pressed through the barrier um we got in one day in a miracle service, we got blessed with the um Our bodies were covered with gold dust. Um, And then out in the parking lot by Mike's Cadillac, you know, we're covered with, you know, the color of emerald dust. Um, The supernatural gifts that God gives us to pour out his glory on us. Um, So, you know, I've been blessed. I'm so grateful that I know Christopher and his lovely wife and Sean and his lovely wife. Um. Because, as mentors in my life, you know these guys have led me to the holy of the holies. They 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 have led me to the best buffet I've ever had um, in the supernatural. Um, you know, going and visiting and almost becoming a member, but we moved of uh, the, the Wisdom Center and Mike Murdoch, Steve Solomon's every Saturday night. You know, Jerry Howells every Friday night. Um, uh, you know, five nights a week we was in some type of miracle service, some Holy Ghost function where the supernatural works of God were present. So um I would like to pray that everyone be overcome with the push. Everyone needs a push in their life. Um Pray until something happens. Um, the Bible says in Matthew six thirty one, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and that He'll add all these things unto us. I was topping scripture in the chat room, um, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. you know, there's things that I was typing that the Lord was putting in my spirit and Isaiah and Sean being tied up with the switchboard doing everything he's doing, he didn't even see none of what I've been typing <laughs> but he goes and starts playing music according to the uh, stuff that I'm out um, typing in here um, but for those of you uh, who don't know who Joshua Mills is, he has been a blessing in all of our lives. That's why these guys have their the, the worship. I would like to pray for everybody that, that you get just overcome by the spirit of God that would cause you to push, to press in. And I promise you, God will meet you at your needs according to his riches. Uh I live in a very rural area. Uh the closest airport to me is six hours, okay? The closest train um you know is uh I think two hours and then it, it takes us to Chicago. So I I'm out in the middle of the farm area. Uh, For you guys in Florida, in Dallas, you know, that that have all the places that y'all can go all the time seeking the Lord at these Holy Ghost services, go press in, you know, and see what God will do in your life. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, the Nazarene, we thank you, Lord God, that by the shedding blood of your Son, Christ Jesus, on Calvary, Lord God, we have a blood-bought right of a Father to enter your kingdom presence into your glory, the holy of the holies, Lord God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are our majesty. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that that you are El Shaddai, God Almighty, Jehovah Ropha, our healer, Jehovah Jireh, our successor. We thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for the power of the anointing. We thank you, Lord God, for all the ministry angels which you have bestowed us with. These are your angels, Heavenly Father, that you dispatch according to your needs. As an heir of salvation, according to Hebrews one fourteen, we thank you, Lord God, that you have anointed us with the power as your chosen children to flow in the supernatural gifts of divine healing and miracles. We thank you, Lord God, for all the supernatural gifts, gifts of interpretation, words of knowledge, prophetic words, gold dust, gemstones, angelic visitations, and heavenly experience here on earth and in earth today. We thank you, Heavenly Father. That you have chosen us to fulfill your word. That you have called us out of darkness into your royal priesthood for your will. For your heavenly works here on earth in our daily lives. We give you, Heavenly Father, all the glory. We give you, Heavenly Father, all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, are you there, Chris? Uh,
4: no, Chris is actually. We had someone who needed um, prayer in the um, screening room, so Chris and Tracy are um, right now in the screening room praying for someone. Um, but I'm here. So. Okay, are we
0: live? We are both live. So, um, okay. I'm trying to, I'm pinging Macedonia. Um, he came back okay. on the line. Um, but, um, it's eight AM where he is. So, um, hallelujah. Is everybody hallelujah. in the chat? Room okay. It looks like they are so far. Um,
4: yeah, I don't see any more prayer requests just yet, um, but I'm going to keep looking for them. So, um, but, you know, something you said about pressing in, um, you know, we all start off, um, when we first get saved, we always start off with that, um, like, on-fire desire for the Lord. And, you know, we have to constantly, constantly um, try to keep ourselves there, Um Keep pressing in the Lord and never Being complacent with the walk we Have um because Like you know some people tell you I mean you Can get to as close as, to, as the, to the Lord as you want to um You know the Bible he said draw near to me And I'll draw near to you and You know the same fire that you have when You first start off with the Lord You can have um every day Of your life with the Lord Until the very end And um you know, the Lord will reward those who seek in and those who prize them, those who um, count everything as loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, like Paul said, forgetting, I mean, counting everything as rubbish. And it comes down to, um, you know, and it sounds a little bit harsh, but something the Lord always talks to me about is that, you know, we pretty much decide um, – every day how much of him we want in our lives how much we're willing to give of ourselves um to him how much that we want to hold back from him and you know the more you give him the closer you get um the more you're willing to turn your life over to him the more you're willing to make him a priority in 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 your life um you know so talk me and my wife have a lot um You can sit around and you can watch TV for 30 minutes or you can spend 30 minutes in the presence of God. And, you know, he's not going to be mad at you for sitting around and watching TV. But how much better it is to spend um, that time in his presence. Um, And we have to actually make a way um, to um, be in his presence um, constantly because um, it's not something where your walk with the Lord is going to get any better. And if you don't do anything, it's going to stay where it is. But, you know, the Lord always wants us going farther, um, farther I mean farther. He always wants us being closer to Him. And, you know, um, the anointing and everything else will um, follow your desire for Him. And, you know, those people who are sold out are, Willing to do anything for the Lord Anything to be in his presence You know um, I remember when um, Like with Catherine Coleman And some of those meetings And people would get healed And they had such expectation And such desire to be touched by the Lord That they didn't care How many hundreds of miles They had to to travel They didn't care how many hours They had to um, drive Just because they thought There was a chance They would come in contact with God and, um, you know, we all know that we can have that same presence of the Lord in our own lives. I mean, it doesn't take always going 100 miles away. I mean, like Paul was saying, I mean, there's places in our in our own cities, and our own towns where we can go. Um, you know, the presence of the Lord isn't always way up in, like, Canada, or you don't have to travel 700 miles or whatever in one direction to be in the presence of the Lord. I mean, you can find his presence in your very city. Um, if you desire him enough If you want to be In his presence that much You'll make a way, you'll find a way Whatever it takes to actually be in his presence Whatever the Lord tells you that you need To remove from your life, you'll remove it From your life because you'll realize it's not more Important than his presence Um, someone told me once Um, actually I saw it in a, um, a preacher was talking about it He said that he was In the mall once and, um he saw this lady walking through the mall, and all of a sudden this dove came and um, flew in through the window and landed on her shoulder. And she stood there, and she didn't want the this bird to fly off of her, so she had to slowly take steps. Because with every step, she had to be mindful that if she made the wrong step or the wrong move, she had to always have this bird in her consciousness Knowing that everything she she did Is going to affect that bird Being right there And you know the Bible says he'll never leave us nor forsake us But you know sometimes we need to be um, Very cautious of the Holy Spirit in our life um, Honoring the presence Honoring his presence in our life And you know Sometimes we have to make every step of our lives Mindful of his presence in our lives And um, having the value of having the presence of the living God in our lives. Um, you know, Catherine Coleman um would walk through um hotels and in order to get to some of the um um auditoriums where she would at, they would make her walk through the kitchen areas and, you know, there'd be all these cooks in the kitchen who didn't have any clue who Catherine Coleman was. They never heard from her, never heard of her, never listen to any of her shows or on the T V or anything else. All they knew was some woman was coming through the kitchen. But the presence of God was so strong in her life that she would walk through a kitchen and the entire kitchen staff would and the entire kitchen staff would just be slain in the spirit. And it wasn't to prove that Catherine Coleman was great, but it was an outward manifestation of her relationship with God and the fact that she considered the Holy Spirit the most important part of her life, that everything she did was mindful of his presence. And I'm not saying that to say that we can all walk around and everyone around us will just start falling out in the Spirit, but we need to desire him that much, that everywhere we go, everything we do, is because we want him in our lives and we want his presence that much in our lives because you don't need to go out and try to make the signs and wonders and you don't have to go out and try to strive to see miracles happen you know the miracles come automatically they come naturally you know the bible says that when the disciples went out preaching the word of god the holy spirit was following them confirming the words with signs and wonders you don't have to go and um, try to make some kind of miracle happen around you all you have to do is stay in the presence of god all you have to do is live a life in the presence of god where you're conscious. Constantly aware of his presence Constantly aware that no matter where you go Whether you're at work or you're at school Or you're at the shopping center That his presence is right there with you And if you live your life like that And you're constantly striving to be in his presence Constantly striving to spend time with him Getting to the place where every minute That you can find of spare time Where you can just spend a couple minutes more with him Will make all the difference in your life Your whole perspective on life will change Because you'll realize that you're always in his presence. And, um, you know, I constantly always um, have to do that in my life. I mean, I have, like, my wife was telling me the other day that um, I get cranky because I almost never sleep more than, like, three hours a night. and um, Because my day starts really early. It ends really late. But my wife made a good point is that, you know, we have to make time and find the time even when we don't think there is any. And we have to sometimes, like, look at our lives and prioritize where our lives are and what we're doing with them. Because, you know, like, five minutes alone with the Lord and five minutes in his presence isn't a great sacrifice of our time. I mean, we have 24 hours in a day. And, you know, I doubt there's anybody out there who couldn't find five minutes to spend with him. But then when you get to five minutes to spend with him, then you want more. And then you want more and you you want more and you want more until you get to the point that you can't wait until you can be in his presence. And the biggest highlight of your day is knowing that time you're going to get to go and be with him in his presence. And then you're going to get to a point that even when you're like driving in your car or you're going to the grocery store or you're just sitting around the house, you have worship music just playing in your head and you can't stop worshiping the Lord. Because your heart is just full of such joy at his presence. And, you know, once you get to a place like that of constantly being aware of his presence, constantly being in love with the Lord, you know, the miracles just happen. They're just an outpouring and a manifestation of the love of the Father and the relationship you have with him. I mean, you can't help but have the miracles happen. Because it's all about your relationship with the Lord. Um, Most people who you see great signs and wonders um, in their ministries, you know, those guys never look for the great signs and wonders. They look for the Lord because they don't care about the signs and wonders. All they care about is the Lord Jesus. They want to see him because... That's the most important thing is wanting to get to the place of trying to reach out like that woman with the issue of blood. You know, she just knew if she could just touch the hem of her garment, that she would be made whole. And she didn't care how many people she had to push through. She didn't care about what people thought about her. She didn't care how sick she was. She didn't care what the possible, what people said was possible. All she knew was the most important thing was her, to her was to be able to reach out and touch the Lord. And, you know, in our own lives, we have to do the same thing. We have to constantly, constantly be pressing toward him, constantly be pressing to be in his presence because he's the most important thing, and everything is about him, and everything revolves around him. And, I mean, he's the love of our lives. I mean, it says that he's the one who fills all in all. And, you know, it's not just about salvation, you know. That's the important part is um, seeing people get eternal life. Through Jesus Christ But you know beyond the um, Eternal life there's the relationship That comes with it which most people Tend to forget about Um, They say the little prayer And then they go on and then they're like Okay well I'm done now and I can just do Whatever I want I can live my life Have my dreams my goals my whatever And you know the Lord He's fine with that if that's what you want But then there's those people who Realize that he came not just to give us eternal life But to restore a relationship with the father That Adam and Eve had You know, Adam and Eve used to walk in the garden Walk face to face with the Lord In his presence Daily, constantly in the presence of the Lord And then, you know, it's like it says that Enoch was Taken It says he was he was not because the Lord took him Because he was so close to the Lord that the Lord just took him home. Um someone told me once um that what would probably happen is that he was having one of his talks with the Lord one day and the Lord said, "Well, you know, we're closer to my house than yours. Let's go home." And um I can never emphasize enough the um amazing joy and the amazing um honor that we have as Christians. Spend time in the presence of the Lord And um, You know someone said once that your the biggest gift That you have The biggest talent that any of us have Is our ability to worship The Lord Jesus you know it's something we're Going to be doing for all eternity But it doesn't have to wait for an eternity It can be a life That you live right now Um, There was a um, A monk Name Um brother lawrence who lived i think it was back in the 1800s and you know people would come from other countries and other cities and they would just come to the monastery where he was working because you know he used to make shoes and then he worked in the kitchen and they would come just to sit and watch the sky wash dishes And it wasn't because he was like some special guy or he had some great title or some great anointing or anything else because he really never had to pray for anybody. It's just that he spent so much of his time in the presence of the Lord that no matter what he did, whether he was washing dishes or fixing shoes or whatever, he was constantly observant of the presence of God around him. That there was an atmosphere of the presence of God that was almost tangible. No matter what he was doing, and people could notice it. And when you've been spending time in the presence of the Lord, other people will notice it. You won't have to go ask people if they need to know the Lord Jesus. They'll come ask you. I remember doing street ministry back when I was a kid, and you know there was this um, one girl who wasn't even old. She may have been like twenty-five, thirty. And the only thing I really knew about her besides seeing her in church is I knew that she spent a lot of time praying, a lot. And she still had a job and everything else, but she spent a whole lot of time with the Lord. And we would go on these, like, um, street witnessing things, and, you know, people would just walk up to her and ask how they could get saved because there was just something about her that was different than the world around them. And they knew there was something different. And, you know, when you spend time in the presence of God, you know, the Bible says that We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness Translated into the kingdom of the son of his love It says we are new creatures in Christ Jesus Old things have passed away And behold all things have become new And you know when we go on to the world The world should be able to tell there's a difference about us The world should be able to look at us And know that we're not the same as them Because we're not the same as them You know when it says that we're new creatures in Christ Jesus It almost is like we're actually new species in Christ Jesus We've been transformed into the image of him. We've been translated out of this world, out of the ownership of this world, out of the citizenship of the world. And the Bible says that we are now citizens. We are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, being adopted into the family of God, gaining the identity that we are called children of God. You know, First John, John says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called children of God. It says that we are being transformed into his image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And if you take the time and you spend the time to seek him out and to get into his presence and to always stay conscious that his presence is with you, your whole life will change. The lives of the people around you will change And you won't even have to try to do something All you have to do is love the Lord And be in His presence And there will be an atmosphere Around you from His presence Um, You know, I remember um, I had this friend once Who needed help moving And I I went to her house And um, she was a Christian And her husband wasn't And um, he was out of town So she had a bunch of her friends come help her move And um, I knew she was a Christian, but I didn't know that much about her relationship with the Lord or anything until so I walked into her house the first time to help her move. And I'm walking through um, the kitchen and through this other room, and then all of a sudden I stopped at this one room. And there wasn't really anything in this room but a stereo. And But I stopped and I asked her, that's where you pray, isn't it? Because the presence of the Lord was so strong in that one room that I could just tell that's where she'd been spending time with the Lord. And, you know, it it sounds weird and everything else, but it's true. You can tell people who've been in the presence of the Lord because something about them just seems different. You can look in people's eyes and you can just see those people who've been with Jesus you know, Moses came down from the mountain after being in the presence of God, and his face was like glowing with the countenance of the Lord. And you know, that can be true for all of us, where people at work look at us, and they don't even have to see what words you say. They can just tell by looking at you that there's something different about you. Because whether you realize it or not, the Bible says we carry about the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ into this world. And when you're walking through your job, You have to realize that everybody around you will be able to sense the presence of the Lord on you, even if they don't know who the Lord is. They'll just know there's something different. And, you know, all the gifts and everything else, all those things, you know, those are outpourings of the compassion and the love of the Father for the world. And that stuff will just happen. And all you have to do is focus on the Lord and keep your eyes on him and be in love with him, and constantly strive to be intimate with him and make him the big priority into your life, where he's the most important thing in your life, where the very reason you breathe isn't so you can get a better job or you can do this, but the very reason you breathe is so that you can worship the Lord. And you will get to a place where your entire life has changed, your entire outlook on life will will change. You know, um, I'm almost firmly convinced that it is impossible
5: to sin
4: when your mind is on the Lord. I don't know how true that is, but it's my opinion that if your eyes are constantly on the Lord and he's always in your thought process, it's impossible to look any other direction. Because you're always focused upon him. And you know, the Bible says to cast down every thought that rises up against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we were with... Um, and I mean Paul said our battle is not with flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age And you know the enemy is always going to be there Trying to put thoughts in your head And trying to condemn you and trying to bring you down But we've got to keep our mind on the Lord Because when you keep your mind on the Lord then you're going to start remembering the words that he said to you Because you know Jesus said the Holy Spirit will take what is mine and declare it unto you And he'll bring to your remembrance the things I said to you So if you keep your mind upon the Lord You're going to start remembering the words that he said Where he declared your identity in him And then it won't matter what the enemy says Because you're going to be able to discern the difference between the lies of the enemy And the words of truth which came from Jesus Anyway um, you still there paul okay well it looks like paul stepped off for a minute so we're gonna um
0: okay i had to unmute my phone okay well, so sorry about that take I, went call for
4: anything. I went rambling for a little bit
0: so um hey, you did awesome.
4: we've, <laughs> we've got awesome. i'll tell you a story um when I was a young kid, I went to a church in Rockwall, Texas Called Church on the Rock And um, I got sort of thrown into the whole um, charismatic uh, works of God uh, See the miracles, be in the presence of God And, you know, um, I didn't really have any friends back then So all I, the only friend I really had was Jesus so, when I was walking home from work, I would be worshiping him. When I was at work, I'd be worshiping him. And I, I used to love those walks with the Lord. And I always missed those three to four hour, mile, three mile walks I would have with him every night. It was like our special time together. But I wanted so much of the Lord because I was so new to Christianity. I didn't know anything about anything. All I knew was Jesus. Um, I hadn't really seen any miracles. Um, didn't need to because all I, all I knew was Jesus And I remember um, um, Rodney Howard Brown had come to my church And he stayed for I think he stayed for like three weeks And then he left and he came back And stayed for another six weeks And There was this big rev- um, revival service going on And they had church um In the morning time, around like 10 or 11, and then they had it again at like 7 or 8, and, you know, I actually would have to get up, and I'd go to work and then get off work, so I couldn't go to the early service, and I didn't have a car, so if I went anywhere, my parents had to take me or I had to walk, and the church was too far. And I remember this one night, I was working late, and I just had such a desire to be in the presence of God, just wanting to be in His presence. I didn't want to see any miracles. I didn't want to listen to any messages. I didn't really care who was at the church. All I wanted was just a few more moments in his presence. And I got and I convinced my boss to let me leave early, and I got my parents to take me up to the church. And so I walked into the church and just waiting with expectation on being in his presence because I have yet – even to this day ever walks in the church Without hoping That that would be the day That I see him Like literally Like him showing up And that's the day I want to see, And that's what I'm waiting for Is the moment that I see him face to face And I, so I always hope when I go into a church service That that's going to be the day And I walked into this church and I and so hopefully none of y'all get offended by anything I say in just like ten seconds from now. But um, if you do, I'm sorry. But I walked into this church and I didn't even and I raised my hands and I started worshiping the Lord. And it was not even three minutes later I started praying in tongues in Chinese. And I didn't know it was China, and I could just sort of tell it was a weird it was weird. And then everybody around me told me it was Chinese. And you know the Lord just like exploded that night and um but it was cuz i was expecting him i wanted him that badly in my life that i just wanted to see him do something it was like you know he said he his eyes go to and for, fro fro and earth seeking in whom he can show himself strong and in the old testament it said he called out saying who will go who will go for us who will ascend And, you know, the Lord is still to this day wanting those people whose um, hearts in ministry, you know, me and Chris um, talk about this every now and then, um, but, you know, everybody can have a ministry, you know, we all have a ministry, there's not really any difference between any of us, we're all Christians, we all have the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead, and, and so we're all pretty much equals. And, you know, um, when it comes to ministry, you know what, who cares? Who cares who knows whose name and everything else? Um, Because in the long run, it's all about him. And, I mean, I would rather see someone get saved, and that's great, but I would rather be in his presence. I would rather see him move because through the miracles you actually see him doing stuff, and then it's pretty cool to watch um, your daddy work. And, you know, in the long run, it's always about Him. Everything is about Him. And if you're, if you're not in the ministry for Him, then you have the wrong motive. I mean, if you're doing it because you want to make your name great or you want something great out of it, you know that's fine. But, you know, the Lord is seeking people who are after His own heart, like David, They don't care about anything else They don't care what people think about them They're willing to stand up in the street Screaming and shouting praises to the Lord Because they're so in love with them They can't help it Anyway, um, this is Prayer International Um, Our call number um, 619-638-8458 So We have about three minutes left Of the broadcast So if you need prayer for anything um, Give us a call um, if you missed that, then um, you can always email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com at or go to our website, which is um, prayerinternational.org. Um, it looks like um, Chris is still praying for um, – Chris and his wife Tracy are still praying for people in the um, screening room. So um, what do you think, Paul? Should we um, – you want to do a last prayer before we go?
0: That'll be fine. Okay. Um, hallelujah. I want to thank everybody for sowing seed into the ministry um, to Prayer International. Um, I want to thank everybody for being present. Um, I want to thank everybody for their input and tell your friends, um, your family, And we just thank everybody for praying for Prayer International. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you boldly, to the throne of grace. We thank you, Father, as we move into this next season with Prayer International, with our family abroad, the United States, and nations across the globe. As we continue in our efforts, Heavenly Father, to bring in the harvest. The Bible says in Luke ten two that the laborers are few and the harvest is plenty. Heavenly Father, we ask you and we thank you that you bless each and every one of the souls, your children, that are on this broadcast. Lord God, your word says that anything we ask that you'll do it. Your word says that whatsoever we believe in our heart. That if we believe it, that you will provide it, you will act on it, and you will fulfill our needs, Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we wrap up this day of Prayer International live on the Blog Talk Radio, we wrap everyone today, Heavenly Father, with the Psalms 91 prayer. We ask you, Father, that you gird each one of your children and I, did you give them the shelter that they need, Heavenly Father, for all of their needs. We ask you, Heavenly Father, that you fulfill their needs. You know what they are, Heavenly Father. Your word says that you know the count of every hair on their head. So, Lord God, we lift all of our needs up to you. We continue to stand in the gap and pray for Christopher that you will provide the sources, that you will provide the souls, that you will provide the person that will sow that computer into his ministry at Prayer International. Just as you said in the book of Exodus, that you will come down. Father, we ask you to come down in a great and mighty way and provide Chris with a new computer so he can fulfill all the needs that he needs to fulfill for your glory Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you for Sean and the teaching and the outpouring that he has done through your spirit, Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus. Amen.
3: Jacob really long to be a hero but all I
2: really
3: want I'm the way, the life, the truth. Tell me, Jacob, when will the
5: light
3: Does the striving make you strong?
1: I'll address up in our chat room.
3: When I came to live on you, you saw me.
2: Of divine encounter. The place where we be. All the redeemed standing before the throne of God, love sick. I want to be lost. River of fire flowed from the throne of God. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before the throne. And the court was seated, and the books were opened.
3: The river of fire.
2: flaming fire.
3: You have prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, Lord. You anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil, the oil of gladness, the oil of joy. And now my cup overflows, O oh Lord. Yes, my cup overflows, O oh Lord. the word of is tonight. Then you'll be my song You will be my song